The Dragon Reread is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that armadillos are the world's champions in hide-and-go-seek? Hmm? Really? really? I mean, look around. Do you see any? Oh, oh that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> For more armadillo facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to check out our other podcasts, and to uh, check out our sweet merch, visit us at armadillo.club. Time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there, welcome to the Dragon Reread, where we're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I'm Jeb Lake. I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're covering chapters one through three of A Memory of Light, book 14 of the Wheel of Time. Wow. Yeah. Previously, Talmanis makes a heroic assault on the overrun streets of Camelin to recover their newly created artillery. On the way, he kills two Mirdral. Uh, hundreds of Trollocs, secures an evacuation corridor for the people of Camelon, and then successfully gets the Dragon Artillery out through a newly created city gate, uh, before finally succumbing to the Mirdral poison coursing through his body. And I swear, if Talmanis is dead, I'm holding Elaine personally responsible. Elsewhere, <laughs> Avienda delivers some very bad news to the Wise Ones before finally getting back to Rand, while Leowin and Bale, Dilmon, join up at the White Tower. Meanwhile, Andral forms a plan to retake the Black Tower, just as Mazrimtain Gets a big promotion for taking it over. Feels like this is one of the situations where he's about to find out about Forsaken Punishment. <laughs> <laughs> also, Slayer sets his sights on the dragon. I kind of feel like if Perrin already kicked this dude's ass, Rand is going to swat him like a fly. What was that? Slay a what? Oh, he's dead now. I don't know. <laughs> I guess, I mean, Perrin is like the third strongest Two Rivers guy, right? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, of the Two Rivers Tavern, Perrin's like C tier, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and this guy got kind of wiped by Perrin. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't imagine he's going to do great against Rand. Did you just say slay a what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one. Eastward the wind blew. Icon of a bent tree of some kind? Like with a fruit on it? I don't know what that is. Oh shit, we need to look that up. That's a new one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, no, there we go. It is the bl the blight icon. The blighted tree. The blight, Shider, Haran, and ghosts. Oh. Yeah. oh interesting. Right. You're welcome. Yeah, so the wind. Yeah, there's the wind. The famous wind intro. I guess this is the last time we're going to read the wind intro. I don't know. Unless there's a wind on the prequel. I assume there'd be a wind on the prequel, right? There were no oh. winds beforehand. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rand is the first wind. Yeah. Right, there was the dragon prophecy, and he will invent wind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this wind blows across some busted, diseased forest, and the wind is like, this place blows. Yeah, everything <laughs> and, sucks everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and then the wind blows over to Fer Terran Ferry, and is like, fuck, this place is worse, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I bet these people here suck. Dude. They're all dead now. <laughs> The wind blew over some shitty refugees and some abandoned villages. It was like, what am I even doing here, guys? Yeah, right? It, yeah. Used, to, it used to be cool blowing across this land, and yeah. now, it's, now it's awful. Then it blows the camel, and he's like, nope, I'm out. Yeah, even worse. It's on fire. Yeah, the wind The wind had a bad day today. Yeah. It finally makes it over to Rand and Perrin, who are just, you know, growing out, catching up. Yeah, he's just thinking about his plan to save the dark, solve the dark one problem, and, you know, he doesn't have a lot to go on. Like, that's the thing, right? Lucerne didn't know how to fix it. So yeah. he has all these loose Theron memories, and loose Theron's like, I don't know. Yeah, he, Brand has Perrin's guys making as many power weapons as they can. And they, they talked about how they're making, like, power-wrought spearheads, because those are faster, obviously, to make than power-wrought swords. Yeah. But isn't that, doesn't that defeat the point? Because the, the strength of the spear is in the shaft, right? So if you just make an unbreakable point, you've still got a breakable shaft, right? Well, okay, hold on. 
Yeah. Well, okay. Hold. Well, if it's We're, power rot, it's more than just unbreakable, right? Well, yeah. I well, guess it's super sharp, never needs sharpening, and kills like mirror draws and stuff. Okay. Well, that's what I was gonna say. So there's the mirror draw thing, but like just the fact, like a spear inherently is something that is not exactly disposable, but you 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 get rid of it, right? You throw it, you don't necessarily get it back. Well, not you, not a pike or something. Not not depends uh, on the spear. Like ideal spears, right? No, they use them all the time. They use them all day, every day. Do, do they keep their same spears? I think so. Well, they have some spears. Oh, okay. They, they, have, they, have, they have several for a reason. Like, okay, Aiel usually travel with, what, like, four spears? They don't have four hands, so presumably they, get, <laughs> they lose a spear every okay, now and then, right? that's a good point. Yeah. I, to, all I'm saying is, yeah, maybe the spearheads aren't a great idea, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, like, to have, I like these guys catching up because they're like, so, Perrin's like, Ran, so, not just you in there, right? You and, like, another guy? And, like, Ran's like, yeah, yeah, but he's cool. And so, Perrin... Not just you in there, right? You mean like some wolves and stuff? You're like, yeah, yeah, but they're great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, they've they come a long way, right? They've uh, they picked up some travelers, some uh, some carry-ons. Too bad they don't have Matt there to... Matt would be like, oh, you only have one person you? Yeah, that's cool. Oh, you got some dogs? Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have uh, the memories of a thousand people from the Age of Legends. Yeah, yeah. a bunch of motherfucking deal. heroes. And Rand is gearing up to do something Lose there in Telamon never tried. Which will be interesting to see what that is. I, I hope it's not just, like, punch the Dark One in the face. Yeah. That's, that's a Rand plan. Sword fight the Dark One. Guys, <laughs> no, guys, bear with me. I'm going to sword fight the Dark One. Maybe he and Perrin are about to get real weird together. I don't know. Maybe Luce Theron never did that. That's that's true, right? Well, he, he lived for 400 years. I bet he I bet he tasted all delights. You know? <laughs> yeah, apparently he was really into wine, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're just having, like, a little bro session, you know. He's, yeah. He's Luckily, hearing about the hot goss from the two rivers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, catching up on what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Rand and Luz Theron are totally integrated now. They're like one guy, but also two guy, but still still one guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But also two guys. <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, you know, it's it's. it seems like he's doing fine with it. Yeah, it's great. It's good. Way better than last time. I like, I, 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 after all the tension created of Rand, you know, Rand's head stuff going on, it's, it's actually kind of nice to hang out with Rand doing okay. Yeah. yeah. It's two guys, one dragon. <laughs> oh no! Oh gosh! Oh. Everybody, go out and Google search that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. And one of our favorite people's there. Oh yeah, Balwar is now working for Rand, right? He's such a good secretary. I know his He's secretarial amazing. skills are just oh man, fantastic. <laughs> and Rand's like, "How are your spies?" And like, oh, no. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. My secretaries. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, there are earthquakes and storms, and like the whole world is literally falling apart because of the last battle coming up. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, hey guys, uh, this is just how it is now. Yeah, that's, that's what's up. <laughs> Sorry, this is how it be. Then um, they get word that something's up with Elaine. Yeah, probably. So. Shocking. Yeah, it seems like maybe she's finally finding out about Caitlyn, but really, who knows Elaine, right? It could be that she's decided to ambush a mere drawl or something. I don't know. I think she's taken up skydiving. She's gotten one of those Shanchen. Uh, flying things, yeah, yeah, yeah. drug art, yeah. 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 This is such Whatever a thrill. She's yeah. like, I want to invite, I want to invent this. Look, I found out I'm invincible recently. So <laughs> I want to invent this new sport where you jump off of high things and see what happens. Yeah, you just yell, "My baby!" <laughs> on your way down. Yeah, as long as I jump belly first. Yeah. Oh, God. So Egwene is meeting with Elaine, and uh, Egwene still wants to thwart Rand's plan and control everything herself. <sighs> yeah, this is actually really annoying because because at this point Egwene is. Uh, at this point, Egwene is not saying that it's a bad idea to to destroy the seal. She's like, just not when he wants to do it, when I want to do it. It really feels like that. Like, yeah, she's like, Egwene all over the place. Seriously? Yeah. 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 Like, I, again, I love Egwene, but this is irritating. Like, yeah, come on, yeah, man. I, I could actually kind of be on board with, like, 
I think Rand's crazy and we shouldn't break the Dark One seals, but not like, I, I, it should just be me that does it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm the, I'm the keeper of the seals, guys. I should get to decide when we break it. Mm-hmm. It's just dumb. Uh, but but it sounds like Elaine is leaning towards Rand's burn it all down plan at this point, so. Yeah. I guess she does know directly that he's not crazy because she's got, you know, direct connection. Yeah, true. Uh, and then, then they learn about Camelot. Finally, finally yeah. they get the news about Camelot being on fire right now. And, and Everett kind of like gets going fast. Like they spin up immediately, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they get to, through the gates come Gaibon and the remnants of the band and all a bunch of the refugees and the dragons and all stuff through the gateways from Camelot. And Telmanis. Telmanis. is still alive. holding on. They're like, is he dead? He's like, oh, oh, okay, no, he's not dead. Get my knee. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's like, <laughs> like other, wow, look how dead this guy is. It'd be totally impossible to heal. Get my knee. Yeah. <laughs> we have just the person for this. And she yeah. does it. She does, yeah. Yeah, it, I, it, actually, the way this is described felt great. It felt like an old Jordan description, you know, where where Nynaeve, like, pushes Egwene aside and explodes with magic and, and everybody's amazed by what happens. You know what, I hate, I hate to say this, I hate to say this because I hate to say anything positive about the TV show, mm-hmm. but there was a moment when that happened in the TV show that kind of nailed this. Mm-hmm. When, I don't, I don't even remember who she was supposed to be saving, but she, like, whips her head back and she was, was very dramatic. She was saving Loghain, I think, right? Was it Loghain? No. Uh, or was it Lan? I've tried to put it all behind me. It was, it was when Logan was like attacking. That's right. And Lan got killed or yeah, almost yeah. killed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And everybody's like amazed at, at what she can do. Yeah. Oh, shit. Pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought I'm a little bummed that Talmanis is alive. Yeah. Come I, on. Well, I mean, I mean no, not, not I, that I, I dislike it. him. It's just. You want the stakes to be higher, right? Yeah. Like, this, look here. this is the last battle. Last battle stuff should be happening. And he got like this epic epic final heroic death scene and that's sort of weakened by having him like oh, yeah, but, but he's okay I mean you know maybe he's got maybe he's got some more uh, heroics left in him right he's now he's the guy who's killed two Mirdral and a bunch of Trollocs and say, you yeah. know save the people of Camelot the next time there's a Mirdral attack he's like quick somebody stab me with a Mirdral blade I can kill as many as I want <laughs> <laughs> I mean now that Nynaeve can heal it you know. yeah, that's yeah. true well, Robert Jordan hates killing people yeah I guess it's true yeah oh well then Elaine heads off to deal with Camelin and Egwene and Nynaeve go off to heal some more. And they go back to Rand and Perrin, who have not gotten the news yet. They're discussing Rand's plan, and Perrin's like, oh, I don't know, seems like a bad idea. <laughs> but Rand speaks his language. I know, he puts it in a blacksmithing meta- metaphor. Like, <laughs> yeah, he totally does. Yeah. Like, if you, if you break so, like a sword or something, can you just put it right back together, or do you have to melt it down? And Perrin's like, that makes a lot of sense. Have you thought of telling Egwene that? <laughs> Uh, he actually, just needs, actually Perrin, maybe she needs a different metaphor. <laughs> he needs to figure out Egwene's blacksmithing, which would be like, what, dream creeping or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, when you want to creep on somebody in a dream, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Perrin makes Rand promise not to fight Egwene, which is good. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I don't good. think that's going to That was not in the cards anyway. We need to be in the same side here. Yeah. They finally get the Camelon news. Uh, Rand worries that this will distract Elaine. He thinks it's a Demandrid play, right? Just divide and conquer. Yeah. Attack yeah, behind I mean, the line. makes sense. Maybe, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I would have said Samael, but I guess maybe he's really dead. He wasn't in any of the meetings, right? Like, is he actually dead? That's true. Yeah, and they... I swore that guy was alive because he died off camera, right? No, he, no one, he was in Shadar Logoth. Yeah. Right? They, yeah. He, and no one makes it out of Shadar Logoth. So he's still there. Well, Shadar Logoth is now a crater in the ground, right? Yeah, but I don't know. Samael is surely dead. 
Surely, surely. I mean, yeah, he wasn't at the Forsaken meeting, so where is he? If he's if he's still alive, right? Yeah, is he still hiding? I, yeah, I don't Are know. You saying there he, were like basements and shit in Shadow Logoth. Is he gonna show up at the end and like bite off uh, bite off Rand's finger or something and fall into the pits of Mount Doom? <laughs> that, would be, that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, I was like, ah! but it's gonna be Pat and Fane that does that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh no, I only have four fingers left. <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> that was my last hand. <laughs> oh no, he's point four hand ran. <laughs> I, I, I honestly keep forgetting that Rand has lost his hand. Like it, it doesn't come yeah. up very often, which is, I mean, great. Yeah, it's true for him. You know. Well, yeah. Luckily, he's the emperor of the world, so he doesn't have to clap very much. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Oh, wow. Rand makes an interesting point that his advantage this time is that he has lose Theron's memories, so he knows what not to do, right? He knows yeah. what doesn't work. Yeah. And that he got those memories from the taint, from, like, the madness taint. Yeah. yeah. So, in a way, it's the, the taint from the Dark One that is going to allow him to defeat the Dark One, which is either, like, epically ironic or... This is all part of the Dark One's plan. Or, the, or maybe the creator's plan, right? Like the, yeah, you know, right? the pattern is weaving weaving this weird pseudo-defeat that leads to a victory. Right, yeah. It's like the, the Dark One, you know, causes his own downfall. That's that's the that's the downfall of the Dark One, right? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's, that's kind of the case of the Forsaken, right? So you could, see, you could say that's sort of the pattern of evil in these books is that their their natures uh, lead to their defeat. Yeah. You could say the same in Dark maybe One. Maybe that's maybe. the idea. Chapter 2, The Choice of an Aja, Icon of the Dragon's Fang. Uh, Andral and Pavara are just chatting as it storms outside in the dead walk, which is sort of just a thing that happens now. Yeah, and apparently uh, common folk in the Black Tower are just spontaneously combusting. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. happening. So that's cool. Also, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a great place to be. <laughs> this is a fun pairing, though. I'm enjoying this. Oh, I'm great. No, they're they're little, like, they get down to like real talk, and they're, you know, just... They're talking to each other instead of around each other. Yeah, yeah like, she's like, the reds aren't that bad. Yeah, she tries to convince him that the, the red Aja has only his best interests at heart. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's like, you know, if you think about it, we don't need a red, red Aja anymore. And she's like, hold on now. <laughs> uh, yeah. know, they, they said, in one of the other books, they said the red Aja used to be, like in the Age of Legends, it was like the magic police. Yeah. Make sure people, channelers were, were not using the power in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but now they're just, you know, the man-haters. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Pavara says, like, hey, you know, the Red Aja can adapt. Yeah. I mean, I'm skeptical, but hey, you know, maybe. And uh, to convince him, she suggests that they link up, right? So, and they do, but the link up gives him control of, over it, and he kind of, like, uh, uses it, and she freaks out about not being in control of herself. Yeah, I could have seen that coming. Yeah, come on, duh. <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, the lead-up to this kind of cracked me up, because it was like, she's trying to, like, kind of... At first, she's kind of like revolted by him, and they, they, she kind of like fake relates him. Then she like actually relates to him, and like, "Hey, we're having like a, a nice conversation here." And there's like some slow jazz music playing. She's like, <laughs> yeah. "Maybe we should." Do you wanna? I mean, I don't know. I've right, never yeah. tried it before. Like, they, he reaches for the glass, and she reaches for it at the same time, and their hands kind of touch. <laughs> they have the little talk, like, "So we're, you know, what's your family like? Do you have any siblings?" She's like, "They're all dead." He's like, "Oh, that sucks. I've got some brothers and sisters." <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like yeah. a nice little date. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're catching up. And then they. Uh, and then as they, she, after she freaks out because there's a link, yeah. and then he lets her go. Uh, she bonds him. Yeah. Surprise bonds him against his will. Yeah. Like panic bonds him, I guess? I don't know. Right. And then he... 
He like, plays the, the Uno reverse card. Yeah, he double bonds her. <laughs> so they're like bonded. He does the the, the Ashiman wife bond to her. Yeah. And so they're like all super double bonded now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's done this before, right? Right. Is this going to be like, is this going to cause a feedback loop or something? Yeah, it, it's, uh, uh, well, apparently they, they, they both pass out because then they, for a minute there, just like the feedback loop, you know, overwhelms them. Right. They're, like, they're like laying there. Yeah, this like, this is happened? like a like a Chandler or Vegas wedding. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, in a moment of passion, they just they wake up like hitched, <laughs> minds connected. Oh I boy! I mean, maybe there's a later iteration of Elvis there. Yeah, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny because they're they're both like, we got to get out of this. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. And they can hear they can feel each other's thoughts constantly. Like I'm freaked out by this. I've made a terrible I've made I, a terrible mistake. Yeah. And then they get some news uh, that Loghain has met with Tame, apparently, and is on Tame's side. Oh, uh-huh. shit. He's rose now, and he's on his way back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is very bad news. Yeah. Pretty sure that means Loghain has been taken. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then we get Avienda, who goes to meet Elaine. Uh, and just for sort of funsies, she sneaks into Elaine's camp, into her, her royal tent, past all of her guards. Yeah. And freaks everybody out. Yeah. Then Elaine is planning to... Contain the Trollocs, and, but not retake Camelon. Yeah, which seems like a good plan. Yeah, because she, she's not letting herself get distracted by this. Uh, Rand has sent her a letter uh, all but ordering her to go back and take care of Camelon. Uh, this was, I guess, for the purpose of pissing her off and making her not do it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's it's a a pretty... What, what, kind of an Elaine move, and Elaine's like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's speaking her language. That's her love language, is yeah. political manipulation. <laughs> yeah, uh, she thinks it's cute. Right. Um, I do want to point out that, like, uh, you know, when, when Avienda stealths in, uh, she surprises Elaine, and Elaine drops what's probably my favorite of her uh, experimental curses, which is, uh, what in the name of a bloody goat's left stone are you doing? <laughs> Talk about goat nuts now. That's right. Yeah. Goat nuts. That's pretty salty language, my queen. Uh, like, just appreciate, they appreciate that Elaine's character arc is mostly just staring around her getting better at swearing as she goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at least she should be good at something. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and Avienda has come because she wants to spend the last night before the big meeting, uh, in Boneville with yeah. Rand. Yeah, she wants to make sure it's cool with her first sister to hop on that dragon train. Right, and men. Right. Yeah, right. You know. So they're, they're all going to talk about, you know, the, the timeshare. The Dragon <laughs> D timeshare. Oh, God. Uh. Chapter 3. A Dangerous Place. I can have the dragon. Back to Andral and Pavara. They're really fun. Yeah. Uh, they're listening to a guy talking about... Uh, g- giving the news about Loghain, who used to be one of their buddies, but has been like... Turned. Yeah, so Waylon or the thing with Waylon's face, whatever you want to. Yeah. yeah, and and he's he's this guy's totally creepazoid, and he says Tame and Logan are meeting with Rand right now, so he's lying, right? Yeah. Definitely. So maybe Logan isn't taken or something. No. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah, yeah. I really hope not. But I don't know how they got Logan's guy that they that he left with then. Uh, unless Logan has been captured and they haven't turned him yet, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And Andral figures whatever's going to happen is going down tonight. Yeah, I, this whole th- through this whole thing, Andrew and Pavar kind of like figuring out their weird double bond thing. And again, yeah, it's kind of cute. And yeah. you know, honestly, they're kind of into it, right? Yeah, yeah, they're having fun, you know. Yeah, like and they it, can tell that each other are into it because their brains are connected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I we'll have to figure out if there's like a positive, a benefit to this other than you know just like mind melding. I, I 
Seems like maybe this could be a weakness, right? Yeah. Well, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that they can control each other like the Isai control warders. That is true. Yeah. And apparently the Ashman control their bond oh, too. Oh, do that. Right? Yeah, yeah, they do that. So, I, I don't know. Uh, but then there's this really mean scene where the Thames bullies demote Andral. Yeah, make had, him a page boy. This had kind of a Harry Potter feel, honestly. Like, the, <laughs> like, the, like you know, uh, what's-his-name comes in and... Uh, Snape gives them demerits? No, no, the the annoying one. Oh, Draco? Draco, yeah. Same, thank you, Jeff. I know you have the real Harry Potter fun. Uh. <laughs> Malfoy comes in, he's like, you guys suck. And they're like, no, oh, don't even take Malfoy. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Right, and they have to back down. Aw. Yeah. Because uh, he can't do his portal thing, you know? Yeah, because that's the one thing he's good at, and he can't because Perrin left that Terragriol here. Is that where it is? Okay, I couldn't remember if this was a different Dream Spike. Or, no, because the other one, Dream Spike got melted. Uh, either way, uh, when, when whenever they figure out this Dream Spike thing, I swear he's going to just murder everyone with his little I, portals. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, He's going to chop these guys into sausage. Yeah. yeah. They're not even going to know it's happening. Yeah, he's going to be like the portal murder murder guy. This is going to be his new his new thing. Right, they're going to find these pieces of these guys all over the world. <laughs> so Rand is then uh, checking over an important doc. I guess it's like the Rand Constitution or something. Well, I don't know. It feels like a contract thing. He said he got some uh, lawyers in tier to like read it over like fantasy lawyers i guess yeah i think it's going to be like like a like a magna carta type thing a, uh, a document of how things are you know, like the rights of nobility and stuff in the future world that would have like straighten things out and prevent people from fighting each other uh but he's interrupted yes avienda yeah. shows up for duty yeah she's come <laughs> to claim that dragon d at long last she gives him a little talk she's like if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. <laughs> Making love is easy. Yeah. Uh, got to get yeah. with my first sisters. Yeah, that's, I guess they they worked out a schedule. Uh, did, uh, that he, he did not have any input in it. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, I don't get to pick who shows up. She's like, nope. He, he's like, aren't you, isn't it weird you out that I, like, I, I've fallen truly in love with all three of you? And they're like, ah, you know, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. You're I mean, she's Aiel. It's part of her culture. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 As is the various maidens standing outside the tent yelling at them. Yeah, yelling insults at them. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty great. Uh, I did like the line from Avienda. Enough talk. You will bed me now. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, she's like, uh, hey, are you a draconic corpse reincarnated by a powerful necromancer? Because I'm looking for a bone dragon. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I, I like, I like that it, it took men like... Like a month of rubbing her butt on Rand's dick uh-huh. <laughs> to like get the message through to him, but Avienda's like right there. Okay, yeah. here's what I'm gonna do. Tell him. <laughs> well, I mean, like yeah, Min did like you know calm those seas a little bit, right? Like at this point, Rand's like, some people want to just bone me. I don't know, you know? <laughs> yeah, or go soul. Yeah. I guess you know if you're like young and tall and good looking and the most powerful man in the world <laughs> in all of human history, <laughs> I guess people just like it sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. So they get busy, I guess. I guess this is where Aviendo's kids come from. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so, yeah. It's a pretty cool uh, conception story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of... The last battle. Yeah, evil last battle. There were a bunch of spear... Uh, the, you know, the women with the spear here who were shouting insults at your father. <laughs> <laughs> and then I told him, bet me now. Yeah. Then we go back to Andral and Pavara, uh, who, are, who have a plot. They're hiding out... And I thought it was interesting that they figured out that it's a Terran Grial, but they couldn't possibly guess that it's one that Perrin just tossed there. 
for no yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they, or, or for Taveran reasons. Yeah, yeah. They 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 got fifty. They got fifty percent of the way there, right? Yeah, they're, they're pretty good, but you know, they they they're like this must be a Forsaken or something. But no, no, Perrin, Wolf guy <laughs> in the dream. But also, if it's in the dream, there's nothing they can do about it. So I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's not what's going on. Maybe I misremembered. But uh, Andrew also explains his talent to her, and she's like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." You know? Yeah, it is cool. Yeah, I think I think it's cool. Like, that's it's a really it's good a useful talent. skill, right? Yeah. If I could yeah. have any talent, I think being able to make gateways would be like number one on my list. Yeah, being able to teleport. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, it's a solid one. Yep. I'd probably go with healing. You know, uh, and healing's pretty good too. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I, you know, obviously my talent would be making food. Whatever food I want with magic, you know. Sure, right. Magic hot dogs, magic, you know. Would you make would you make the actual plate of food that you have to hold, or would you just create a bite of the food in your mouth one at a time? As long as you know, I, I think I think I'd make the plate of the food because sometimes like for some food, like the the actual like experience of biting into it is part of the enjoyment, you know. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I might just do like like corn dog bite in my mouth. As long as you get to chew it up, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Th- I just again, I really enjoy this little pairing. For whatever reason, they work great. And yeah, because they what they're doing is they're waiting to like gank one of these guys and see if they can like fix him. Yeah, and if they can't, I guess they you know no more guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, it's... I mean, Andral didn't make take any three oaths, right? No, that's right. Uh, uh, also, on a fun note, uh, one of the Ashaman bonded his wife apparently, and mm-hmm. Pavar's like, that's just. That's just wrong. That's like, put it before. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys do this all the time. Pot kettle. Yeah. But uh, one guy comes in, and actually, instead of the one guy, it's three guys, uh, and they jump them, and they have a magic fight, which they, they work together really well as a team, because Pavar is very strong and really good at fighting them, at fighting, because she's red Aja. And when she's about to be overwhelmed by the two guys, Andrel just clubs them. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I've got my phenomenal magic powers. I've got my, this is Mr. Club. Bam. <laughs> yeah. Bam. And it works. So and, yeah. instead of an abraca face punch, it's an abracudgel. Abracudgel. Oh, that's, that's good. That's solid. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> it's it's interesting because they they picked this guy. Did, you remember why they picked this guy? Because apparently, uh, if someone's super good, they turn super evil. So they picked the guy who was kind of like wishy washy good. He's like just barely good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just right. barely evil. It's so like okay, they, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, that kind of makes kind of makes sense. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know. You, you, <laughs> They figure he's the most most likely guy to spill it, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I like the bit where Pivar is like, well, of course I'm good at fighting. You didn't think the Red Hodges just sat around thinking about how much they hated men, do you? But, <laughs> I mean... But... Uh... but <laughs> like, we, we, have, we have lots of uh, White Tower chapters where that's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And Andral just continues to become more and more interesting. He was sort of apprenticed to a town wise woman once. Yeah. Sort of. And she's like, a wise woman took you on? Well, not at first. <laughs> yeah, it's a dot, dot, dot long story. I know, <laughs> right? Andral is great. I, to me, yeah. he's like a really, uh, he's a, really, a great example of why the, uh, the Aes Sedai um, hierarchy is stupid, right? Like, Andrel yeah. has very little power, but he's also, yeah. like, got all these useful skills, and he's really knowledgeable, and he's, like, a decent leader, right? Yeah, yeah. A natural leader. Everybody looks up to him, or, or at least respects him. And he's been around the block. Like, that's, that's another thing that's silly about Aes Sedai, is they only take teenagers or you know or younger yeah so they don't know they don't really have any knowledge outside the domain of magic mm-hmm. true whereas this guy you know he knows all sorts of stuff he knows like wise woman stuff he knows ship stuff he knows uh, rebellion stuff 
He knows how to make a saddle, you know? Yeah, like really every, nice saddle. every time somebody yeah. needs to know something, he knows it. Yeah, Andrel's great. He's a good yeah. guy to have around. Yeah. I, he's one of my, 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 my favorite new characters, you know? Yeah. Uh, this is cool. I, I really like these people. I, I, we always liked Pivara, right? Pivara as yeah. Yeah. or yeah. like previous favorite tertiary characters. And yeah, I, 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 I enjoy. I always enjoyed the the, the White Tower Hunters. Uh, you know, until they got like a little, um, you know, a little slavey. Yeah, yeah. But but before that, you know, before the whole en- enslaving <laughs> yeah. people thing, they they were great. You yeah. know, and yeah, Pivara was was the one of the founding members, right? Do you suppose like thirteen good Aes Sedai can turn a bad person good? We, we so you also need the mirror draw. So what's what's the good equivalent of a mirror draw? Yeah, a good mirror draw? Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. A schmear draw. <laughs> Why don't they make good mirror draw? They should make good mirror draw. They should. They, I don't know, like, they should also make good Trollocs, right? They should. Oh, that'd be great. Problem yeah. solved. Like, yeah. what would a good Trolloc be like? It would be like a, it'd be like half animal, half human, but like, 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 instead like a of, Care Bear. Instead of all like tusks. Yeah, like a Care Bear. Yeah. Instead of all tusks and like claws and stuff, it's all like fluffy, like ears that, that show as cute emotions and fluffy fur that you can pet. So yeah. kind of an ogier? Oh, I guess oh, what Ogier kind of is. Ogier, like 13 Ogier, 13 good Aes Sedai. Can there we go. Yeah, 13 uh, Ogier and 13 good Aes Sedai can turn <laughs> a shadow person good against their will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should... Well, okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe we oughtn't go down that road. <laughs> oh, yeah. I kind of... I'm a little... Uh, now is the time when I complain about Brandon Sanderson's writing. Sure. I, I don't like how he mixes the point of view characters so much. I, I yeah. Too, too too interwoven. I think it is. You know, I liked how each character was like kind of a different, had kind of a different style. You know, the way Nynaeve sees the world is different from how Matt sees the world, and I liked it was refreshing to get like a whole chunk of it. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. It it also feels like the Andrel and Pavara stuff is not really thematically connected to the Rand and Perrin like hanging out in the in the camp stuff. Yeah, because like, because Robert Jordan did this occasionally, like. In the Battle of Kyria, and he kept jumping back to Matt, right? And so, but it was connected because it would be like Rand's general view of the battle, and then Matt's like low-level view of the battle, and they're going back and forth, and how they inform each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I understand why he did it. Like, it, it keeps, it, it keeps the action moving. You know, and the same reason, the same reason they do it in in TV shows or, or movies is, is it keeps you engaged because you know point of view shifting is one of those things that snaps you back into attention or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, but it makes the chapters feel a little shapeless. Yeah. Know, they don't, I feel like a good chapter should kind of be like a little short story where it's got a beginning, a middle, and an end and has like a drama, like a turn, something. The starting state is, the ending state is different from the starting state and all that. Mm-hmm. So do you, would you say the prologue was a good, good example of that? Actually. With Talmanis's story kind of woven throughout the entire thing? and like, No, because no? the Talmanis story was great, but it didn't connect to the other stuff that was going on. Yeah. Right? It didn't really connect to the Forsaken meeting. So you're looking for more of like a thematic link between the points of views that are blended. Right, yeah. Although it was cool that we... I think it was great that we just saw these little snippets of what's going with Tom and us. It wouldn't... That, that made it... That was very evocative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if there was something else, like if that had been interwoven with somebody else in the city dealing with something... Maybe Gaivon and then they meet up yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't or, know. or Elaine, you know, like Elaine, you know... I don't know. I guess that wouldn't have worked because Elaine was not doing anything. Right. She just abandoned her city to the Trollocs. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's a minor thing. It's just... Yeah. No, I notice. I get what you mean. Yeah. So that's it for this episode. Next time, we're covering chapters four through six of A Memory of Light. I'm Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. 
If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. And if you ask us a question, we might uh, answer it on air. Please share us with anybody you think might like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you can give us money through Patreon or buying our sweet merch at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. The light illumine you. you.